716 Rocks Podcast. My name is Nick Tron Patron. And to my right, I got my main man, Grizzle. To my right, social media director, Nicole. What's up? And to his right, behind the glass, <laughs> Chewbacca, also known Whoopee. as Resbeard. All right, we got a special guest tonight, Grizz. Who we got? Who we got? We got the Hoss. The Hoss. The Hoss. What's up, the Hoss? Up What's top, up? man. What's up? Thanks for having me, boys. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, glad you're here, dude. So, guys, I gotta ask, how about them Bills? How you feeling after that win? Looks like we got Tannehill's number. I'll just say it's great to have everybody back, you know? I mean, Percy's not there. Uh, a few Ooh. other, you know, guys in the lineup. Kyle Williams, uh, not present. But having Tyrod back, oh, man, I'm a happy man. I'm just gonna say that. Flashes of brilliance, man. Flashes of brilliance. You gotta stay healthy, though. That's the that's the main thing, right? In this league, you gotta stay healthy. But uh, you know, if the Bills can stay healthy, I think uh, they could do some damage. Right. I think there were a few minutes, um, well, maybe more than a few minutes, but second quarter, particular yesterday, where I'm like, uh, can I expect much from the game Ooh. today from these Bills? But overall, I was a happy man watching the game. Yep, yep. And that's the thing, guys. I gotta ask. So, if everyone can stay healthy. Right, especially on the offense, how far can this team get? I just want to put that question out there right now because that, that's what we want to know. As fans, we want to know, can we make the playoffs? Is it finally going to happen? If these guys stay healthy, what do you guys think? I think there's two sides of the football. You got offense, you got defense. Can the offense bring us to the playoff spot? Maybe, but the defense has got to they got to hold up. They they got to bring their end of the bargain, right? I mean, I think we we came into this season expecting them to be a top five defense or better. Absolutely. Are they there? Not yet. Not yet. Could they be? Uh, again, they're showing flashes of brilliance. I think they could get there. Uh, so I think if the defense you know sharpens up and the offense continues to do what they do, I think they they can uh, they got a shot at a wild card spot. Might Certainly. we we might get into that last and final wild card spot. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay with just squeaking in. My expectations are not that high. If I get to get into playoffs, I'm a happy man. I think we can do it if everybody stays healthy. But I don't know. That that might be tough. That is a big if. I, I wonder sometimes, you know, we, we talk about just the 15-year drought uh, from the playoffs. But I think Buffalo is this kind of city sometimes where I love Buffalo. But, man, we can be very negative and pessimistic. And I wonder... Let's say we get that wild card spot. Overall, is the city going to be happy with getting into the playoffs? You know, you lose first. Is that good enough? Yeah, that's good enough. You kidding right. me? It's a step forward. Listen, it's a step forward. You know, you've got you got a lot of tools to work with going into next year and the following year after that. I think it's definitely a step forward to me. I, I'm good with the wild card spot. Um, win or lose, I'm happy with just making it to the playoffs getting rid of that 15-year drought and uh, and starting fresh next year. If we don't make the playoffs this year, I quit. <laughs> I quit, man. I don't know. I might be a Patriots fan. All right. That's the that's fifth year in that. a row that you've said that. But anyways. Right. Offensive productivity, guys. Look, we got two 100-plus yard rushers, 150-plus yard receiver. First time in NFL history. The Buffalo Bills, man, we're breaking records. You kidding me? We're in the Guinness World Book of Records with these bills. Hey, we couldn't we couldn't break the uh, the, the stadium noise record, so at least we got this going for us. You we know, we yeah, cool. random random record. You gotta love it. But what do you guys think? So Watkins, right? He puts up 168 yards. Can we talk about him for a second? 168 yards in a TD. What do you guys think about Watkins' production? 
think you know. I think the guy's got what it takes to play in this league, obviously, um, and he's got everything it takes to be a star. Uh, he just needs to show up every game. He needs to show up, and our quarterbacks need to target him. I mean, Tyrod threw the ball to him. That's the, that's the end of the end of the story. The guy, the guy was getting, uh, you know, at times was getting one on one coverage. If that guy's one on one, you got to throw him the ball. I don't care if 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 he's on Revis Island. I don't care who's out there guarding him one on one. You got to throw him the damn ball. You know, last time he played Revis last year, he only got three targets. Is he get targeted more than three times next week? I think he gets uh, after that game. I think he he better get targeted. That's he, right. He I gotta throw in there. I was a little nervous for Sammy. Uh, the, the what was it? Second quarter. It was earlier in a game. That long uh, pass down the left side where he bobbled it. Like man, if he, if he doesn't pull that in, which he did, that's great. But if he doesn't pull that in, man, that that dude is gonna be hearing it from the Buffalo fans after the back and forth with the comments going on over the last week or two. Uh, but the most impressive catch to me yesterday was that one. I think again on the left side, he kind of made a little comeback route. Wasn't the greatest throw by Tyrod, but just got his elbow in. They they played under review. You look at some of these catches that Sammy's making out there. I mean, it's weird because there's some games it's like he doesn't show up, and, and maybe that's a, a, just a result of not being targeted. But then you look at games like yesterday, and you're like, man, is, is, is this guy, was he worth what we sacrificed to give up? We'll give a little shout-out just on the, uh, the Twitterverse here. We got at Nick Mancusi7. He's saying Sammy Watkins is better than Odell Beckham Jr. What do you guys think about that? You know, I think that's uh, uh, that's. I don't know if you can compare the two. I mean, Odell is. I mean, he he's shown that that he's the man right now. Um, you know, and uh, I think Sammy's got a ways to go to to prove his worth and to prove that he's as good as uh, OBJ. But uh, I, you know, I think if uh, if he can do that, uh, you know, if he gets targeted, if he, if you throw the ball to him, I think he can. I think he can show that he he can keep up with. Uh, you know, with the best receivers in the league. You know, you sh- you, you bring that example about uh, you know the catch, uh, the sideline catch. Uh, and that's kind of throw you throw it to, to any other receiver on the Bills roster right now, and they're likely not. It's not even going to be a, a, a near that receiver. You put it in a two three yard radius to Sammy Watkins, he's going to make the catch. So you know, I think you got to throw the ball to him. Uh, let him prove himself. Yeah, I think that's a big thing right there. Prove it. You know, he calls for the targets a couple weeks ago. He's saying, hey, target me 20, 20 times a game. He goes out there and he gets hurt when no one touches him on a cutback. Okay, how about you stay healthy, Watkins? Look, I, I do compare him to Odell Beckham Jr. I do. Odell, you know, he was hurt last year, but he had an awesome rest of the season. He also has Eli Manning throwing to him. Eli, he's, he's an average quarterback, but I'll tell you what. He can get the ball where it needs to be when he needs to get it there. Watkins, I don't question his ability at all. I really don't. I think Watkins can be awesome. But he's got to stay healthy, and he's got to prove it. He's got to prove it out there. This past week, I think he proved it. You know, dropping 168 yards in a TD. But Grizz, like you said, if he drops that 63-yard bomb, if he drops it, he's going to get crucified. He's going to get crucified by the Bills fans. I, I was having visions of tweets about God after that. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I was having visions of Eric Moulds and Stevie Johnson and all of the, the wide receivers we've gone through in the last 15 years. I'm glad he made the catch. Let's just put it that way. I'm very happy that Watkins made the catch. It's a new era, baby. And if he, catches, if he catches that ball clean, you know he's got a touchdown, right? He bottles that ball, he gets tackled. But no big deal. I won't fall him for that. And look, there's a lot of pressure on Watkins, right? Even after the in the post game, uh, the reporters were asking McCoy. McCoy calls Watkins the prince of the team. 
Okay, I get that. You know, we traded two number ones to go out there and to get Watkins. He is the prince of the team. There's a lot riding on him. I try to keep reminding myself he's 22 years old, right? Give this guy another year to mature. Let him prove himself. Stay healthy the rest of the season. And let's see where we're at. I like Watkins. I got I to gotta see the production keep coming, though. Even on his uh, touchdown uh, yesterday, his touchdown catch, I was impressed by that. For Initially, I thought that ball was overthrown. And it just seemed like he, I don't know whether he did or not, but it seemed like he, you know, turned the Jets on another level, put the reach out there, snagged the ball. I was impressed by that catch as well. And uh, we got to give a shout out, another another tweet that's out there, at Irving Shabbat. He says, in case you were having a rough day, I set Sammy Watkins for Chris Ooh. Hogan. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! I don't know. I don't know what kind of fantasy move that was. The, but who has Hoss. Chris Hogan on their roster? <laughs> that's got to be a, a pretty deep league of you know 16, 20 guys. I don't know what's going on I there. Can, but. I can see throwing Woods in the flex, right? If you're in the pinch, but Hogan, I like seven eleven. But come on, man, yeah, he ain't putting up fantasy numbers. I, I gotta say, you know, at Irving, you better just pop Sammy back in. I don't. I don't think that's a wise move. You but better quit. Great game yesterday from Sammy. Let's move on. Let's talk about Tyrod. Fly Rod, Hot Taylor, Rod, Hot Rod, Taylor yesterday. 91.7% completion rate. Are you kidding me? Wow. And the, the, the only incompletion was the first throw. Man. In the game. This, Unbelievable. This must be the world's greatest quarterback, right? Future Hall of Famer, baby. He's, he's a superstar. He's, yeah, let's, 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 pump the let's pump the brakes a little bit on these guys. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? this uh, Going into the season, I mean, this game was really i think sort of a picture of of what we would expect from the bills you know run the ball a lot tyrod scrambling a bit here and there he's not throwing the ball a whole lot delicious i'm fine with that you know i'm fine with that hey 12 pass attempts 11 to 12 right i'm okay with that i'm okay with that listen it doesn't it's not tom brady-esque it doesn't look the uh, sexiest on the stat sheet no but you know what the w's there and the W was strong, and that's all that matters. But you look at Tyrod, I was so glad to have him back yesterday. Having to watch EJ Manuel for two games, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm not trying to hate on the guy. I'm not trying to be mean. But you know what? Thank you, Tyrod, for being back. I got to ask you guys, what is your favorite part about Tyrod's game? And what's your least favorite? Go ahead, v I think, you know, my favorite part of, of his game is, is definitely the deep ball. He's got such a beautiful mm. touch on his deep ball. Um, you know, he's he, he seems to always hit his man in stride. Um, you know, that's not what you, you're not seeing that from EJ Manuel. You know, you're not seeing that from actually most quarterbacks in the NFL, um, uh, especially, you know, 40, 50 yards out like that. I mean, he is, uh, he's definitely got the touch there. Uh, what I don't like, I, you know, I still, you know, I, I still don't see a lot of pocket presence from him. He gets caught sometimes. Uh, especially when they force him to stay in the pocket. Sometimes he, he'll put his head down. Um, you know, he'll get caught in the pocket. Um, you know, I'd like to see a little bit of pocket awareness um, and, and throwing out of the pocket a little bit more. But um, most the, the two deep balls that he had uh, yesterday were out of the pocket. I think uh, if he can show a little bit more pocket presence and some patience in the pocket, um, you know, I think we'll start talking about this guy having uh, more of a complete package. Well, I'll tell you what, if he's making 11 of 12, throw from the pocket, don't throw from the pocket, throw from the flat, I don't care. You're making over 90 plus percent on that one. <laughs> now, he, only he only attempted 12 passes, but 
I'll tell you, he, he he barely made the stat threshold. <laughs> I think, it, I think this, it's it's ten passes, right? Ten so, passes, right? He's done the bare minimum, is what you're saying. <laughs> but listen, hey, if they're running, if they're they're moving the ball, if you got two guys running the ball over hundred yards, you know, that's all you need is, is sure. 10, 10, 10 Holy throws, cow! Throws. I I lo- yeah, I definitely love the deep ball. It is beautiful. I haven't seen a Bills quarterback do that in a very long time. Just dropping him in there, man. That's incredible. But I love how dynamic Tyrod can be. You know what I mean? He just, especially just, I keep going back to the Tennessee game, right? We're backed up. It's third and what, 24? The dude just takes off, you know, gets the first down. He he, he ran it 10 times this past game, got uh, 44 yards. That's pretty nice. But I just, I just love how dynamic he is. Tyrod, he can move around. He can move the chains with his feet. He's got the accuracy as a passer, but he can move his feet, man. He, He's just, he's better than some running backs out there in space, making ask, guys miss. Let me ask you this: So, can can a quarterback in this NFL, in this league, can can a quarterback stay healthy and run the ball like he does game after game? That's the problem. That's that's the least my least favorite part of Tyrod is the fact that he's like he's like five seven, buck fifty. I don't know how big he is. he's bigger than that. <laughs> buck fifty. But I'm like, he better not be a buck fifty. <laughs> that's the least least favorite part is that I'm I'm a little nervous for him. You know, I hope he's not. I hope he's not like a future Vic. He's two twenty one. Is he? Is he two twenty one? Two twenty one. He doesn't look two twenty one. He is pretty jacked. Oh. What is he? Is he like six foot, six one? Let's let's consult the uh, manuals here. We got six foot. Not that these things are always accurate, but we got standing at <laughs> six foot even. Two hundred and twenty one pounds. On paper, wow. that's what I am. Six foot. Two <laughs> I'm yeah. actually soaking wet, maybe. <laughs> you know, I mean, I watch Cam Newton run the ball, and he's just lowering his shoulder into linebackers. He's also 6'5", like 260 or something ridiculous, right? He's a freak. But uh, that, that's the thing that makes me a little bit nervous about Tyrod is just I hope the guy can stay healthy. If he stays healthy, awesome. Love it. Want him to be my quarterback. I got to agree with you guys. Favorite part of Tyrod's game, um, you know, I, I love the deep ball, man. The, the release that he has, I hate to bring up the name Mike Vick, but it's kind of like watching Vick just fling the ball. It's like it almost seems effortless, and I, I just – so many years of not being uh, able to see as a Bills fan the ball being thrown deep very much. I love seeing that from him. Uh, him being able to scramble, that's another favorite part. But I've got to put this out there, and it goes along with what you're saying, just with Tyrod and, and staying free from injury. My least favorite part, does the man not know how to slide? <laughs> do, you, do you watch during these games? Like, Did he never have a slip and slide growing up? You know, did he... Did, is there not a baseball coach out there that can come along and say, here's how you properly slide without hurting yourself? I'm, I actually get more worried about him hurting himself as he tries to slide. There's been a, a game, what was it, a few weeks ago, where he went to slide feet first, and he, like, jammed his feet into the ground. I don't know if you guys remember Pop this. back up, right? Yeah, it was just, it was the most awkward-looking thing ever. I'm like, man, this guy is actually going to hurt himself sliding. I don't disagree with you, but is it because he's a competitor? That's what I see in him. I think he's just such a competitor that he doesn't want to slide. He wants to get tackled. He wants to push beyond the first down marker and keep the ball moving. I love the competitive. If that's the case, I love it. But you got to understand, I mean, if, he's, if I'm in his shoes, in my mind, I think, i got to understand, if I'm not playing because I'm hurt, you're not competing. <laughs> this team yeah. is I, going down the toilet. He doesn't need a baseball coach. He needs a uh, Bills historian to say, man, we've got 15-year drought going on here. 
We need. This is the first time we've had a quarterback that actually matters, that actually can do something on the field. You need to stay healthy. That's what. That's what. Exactly. Don't get hurt. It's it's the same concept in a way as the penalties, like somebody from the coaching staff helping these guys out just to understand that penalties are going to happen. But these stupid Jerry Hughes hitting Tannehill. Hey. A couple yards out of bounds, but not even hitting him. Listen, if you're going to hit him, make it worth it. That's, that's what I said. You separate, know what I'm saying? Separate his shoulder yeah. or something, right? Don't go halfway in between. Like, what? there's no point. I was I was okay with that penalty, but I wasn't okay with the soft tap. He shouldn't have tried to cap, catch him at the end there. He should have just laid it. Exactly. Him. Make him pay. I'm okay yeah. with that, too, if he yeah. lays the lumber on him. Yeah. Do something. Speak, speaking about Jerry Hughes, you guys like that strip sack? Come on, strip. Yeah. Sack, ball bounces. He's like, he's driving Tannehill back. He scoops up the ball with his other arm. Listen, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, off season, I, I was questioning whether or not we give Jerry Hughes any sort of extension. And I, you know, I think he, he's proven himself this year that uh, despite big contracts, he's, he's, you know, he's showing the money. I mean, he's bringing it uh, week in, week out. Uh, and a play like that just shows his athleticism. Not only does he, does he make the sack. But he comes up with a fumble, and the ball's bouncing in midair. He grabs it. Yeah. He has the quarterback in one arm, and he grabs the ball in the other. Man. Crazy athleticism. Jerry Hughes is a gamer. He's Number a game. 55. He's a gamer. You know, if he – I'm good. I'm okay with the – I'm okay with the once per game on sportsman, like penalty kind of, you know, kind of whatever. I'm good with it. If you do that every once in a while, you you because the Bills were only up by five points. It was still kind of a close game. I felt like that right there was a game changer. I changed it. And I think it was last year, I believe he was pursuing against Cleveland, right? I think it was uh, Crowell that had the ball. You know, he was running the sideline, and Hughes tracked him down. If you guys remember, Hughes stripped the yep. ball, picked up the ball, and ran it in for a touchdown. I mean, Hughes is dynamic back there. He's got a motor. In fact... In the post game, you know they're asking reporters, man. I could t- I could see Hughes getting frustrated because the reporters kept asking him about the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And finally, a reporter said, "You know, Jerry, do you, do you think you owed something to your teammates after you got that penalty?" And Hughes just said, "What do you say?" He said, "Nah, I just play football at a hundred percent every play I'm, I'm on the field." And he does. If he keeps doing that, I'm okay with a, a stupid penalty every once in a while. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's it's hard to place value on. Um on players in a sense because you know you hear a lot of complaints like hey where's all the sacks where's the sacks from last season the numbers are down but listen if a guy's gonna make a play like that once a game which he tends to do he tends to come he up gets with something a, right right if he's gonna make that play once a game that's a game changing play in my opinion he's worth the money absolutely what happened to mario williams and, and marcel darius though I don't know, man. You know, I love the way Jerry Hughes is playing, but you know, I have to say I've been disappointed. You know, and I, I agree with you. It's not all about the sacks. It's not all about um, you know racking up big numbers. But it, it you know, to me, uh, yeah, I'd like to, to see Darius step up in particular and, and and stop the run every once in a while. Too many long drives. Um, but you know, at least we're getting some flashes out of out of Hughes. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like what at Beef on Rex said on Twitter. He said. What's the lemon lawn signings? Cough. Darius, cough. Hughes, cough. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's tough. It's been tough watching Mr. Big Stuff. I, I loved Mr. Big Stuff going into this season. I loved him going in. Loved going, going in, in, I loved him. Oh, yeah. And I, I felt know. like pay the big man his money. And they what? did. They did. <laughs> and they, and what has he done for me lately, Mr. Big Stuff? What have you done for me lately? 
I don't it's know. pretty silent up in here. That's yeah. a, that's that's what he's done. Exactly. Mario Williams, you know, I like the demon eyes. I mean, the, you know, the big question he's got, is... Has he been wearing them this year? The red have, contact lenses? He's got to bring them back. Maybe that's what it Thursday is. Thursday night. Maybe, oh, okay. Red jerseys, red Ooh. eyes. I think that would look nasty. Come on now. Let him know. Email him. I will, I will. Let All me right. call him up. We'll tweet at him. That works. The big question is, though, is it, is it the defensive strategy that's... Uh, that, that that's the the big change this year from last year, or is it uh, is it some, is it just play? That's a great question. You know, it, it seems like the players have thought that the the scheming is too complex, and they want to go back to that Schwartz basic, just pin your ears back and get after the quarterback. It seemed a little less complex this week. I mean, I don't know exactly what they're doing out there on the field, what the calls are, but man, I don't know. I mean. Okay, so pin your ears back and go after the quarterback. Seems like when they're rushing, they're not getting to him. So yeah. complain all you want, but come on, make something happen. You know, I will say this week a lot of misdirection from Miami, the Miami offense. Most of the first half was a lot of misdirection, right, so it makes right. it tough. You know, when you're moving the ball laterally, left to right, it makes it tough to uh, get rid of the uh, getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. It's going to make it difficult to, to rack up the sacks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, you know, there's going to be a play or two every, you know, every drive where you got to come up big and stop that that north south run, or or, you know, even come up with a sack. Uh, you know, when when you have a quarterback in the pocket, and I just have I didn't see that in this game, and I would have liked to have seen it. But. And speaking of all the misdirection, the great play calling by the Dolphins in the first half. I heard you're a big Dan Campbell fan. Oh, I love Dan Campbell. What, what a, <laughs> he, he's going to be a, a Hall of Fame coach. No, I mean what. Some of the most ridiculous play calls I've ever seen, or lack of calls, I should say, from Dan Campbell. Uh, starting out at the end of the first half, you know, you've got the ball down uh, squarely in the Bills' red zone, and uh, you, you, the, the clock's ticking. you got 21 seconds on the clock, and what do you do? You have Tannehill go up to the line of scrimmage and run a play. you got twenty. You got a timeout left, and you don't call timeout. You know, come on. That's, just, know? that's just coaching 101. Call timeout, <laughs> give your quarterback an opportunity to think about it, and then and then run a play, right? Uh, or maybe two, or maybe three. But you know, it, you know it, it, that that was the first bad call. Then the second bad call is he's uh, you know he, you got the ball with two seconds left. Uh, you can kick a you can kick a field goal, uh, take the extra points, easy field goal, take the extra points, carry that momentum into the second half when you're going to get the ball back. But instead, he goes for it. I just think I think that's a foolish call. Uh, yeah. in, in my opinion, and he got greedy. He got greedy. He got greedy, <laughs> man. He wanted it bad. He, he paid wanted for it. Bad. <laughs> and then you know, and then what happens in the in the the third quarter? He has an opportunity to redeem himself. Uh, Bills get caught on a penalty. Uh, he, he can either ex- uh, decline the penalty yeah. or accept it and and push the Bills back in a third and fourteen situation. Uh, but uh, if you decline it, you get him in a fourth down situation where they're going to have to kick a 51-yard field goal. Right. What's he do? Uh, he decides to, to push him back. Yeah, you know. <laughs> push him back. He's scared of Dan Carpenter. See, Carpenter played for the Dolphins, and he, he, knows. he knows. Well, I will say, Carpenter had the wind. He had the wind, and, uh, and he's angry. got the leg. He's still angry. And he's angry. He's, he, he was playing against his former team, so maybe maybe no. that's the right call. I he, No, no. I mean... He doesn't, right. No, you're right. I would have made him try to go for the field goal, but to say you don't expect Tyrod to drop a 44-yarder to Watkins down the sideline. Hindsight is 20-20, but I will say, I was just, I before the Watkins catch, I was saying, what is he doing? I, you can, yeah. I should bring in some witnesses, but I was saying, what are you doing making that call? I believe Have him it. kick a 51, and I think, 
I think they were sending out Colton Schmidt. I'm pretty sure they were. <laughs> they weren't even going to try to kick they, I, I think they were sending out Colton Schmidt. But Maybe he got confused. We have a lot of special teamers on the Bills could team. could be, yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot Schmidt of kickoff does, guys. And he does hold, so I don't know. You know, who knows? He but, might have gotten a little confused. Yeah. All I know is on that penalty, I'm really happy that Sue didn't body slam Tyrod Taylor into the ground. So if anything, thank you. I think those anger management classes are really paying off for Sue. <laughs> I think so. Although he did tell the referees that next time he would do it. I don't know. I won't repeat the quote. <laughs> All right, Grizzopolis, what do you got for me, man? I don't know. I think it's time to move on. We could talk about penalties, but I think What's we, the point? we talk about that every week. What's I, the we point? do have to throw this funny tweet out there before we uh, finish the show up. Toss it. At Can't Catch Twin says, I swear the Bills make stup- more stupid penalties than a JV football team. Ooh. There it is. That pretty much sums it up, right? My JV team, we made a lot of stupid penalties, so that's Chiefs. Frankie Payne. Frank Payne. Wow. Relative of social media director. (laughs) Anyways, hey, it's about time to wrap up. It's time for one of our favorite segments of uh, our show, which is none other than Man Crush. Man Crush. Hey, that's usually Rez's spot to jump in here, but he's... (laughs) Look at him. He's very... (laughs) Engrossed in his six monitors. Wait, 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 yeah, how many? Not two screens, not three screens, four screens. He's got five. There's a phone over there. There's five. And it's on. It's on. What are you you doing, man? Uh, I'm timing you guys while watching football, while putting music lineups together, while recording the podcast. Wow. That's all. What's the other monitor for? That was just for fun. I like it. It looks cool. Just in case you need to do something. Are we over our uh, studio time limit tonight? You're at the 25.09, man. You're getting there. We better wrap it up. All right. Who wants to go first? McColt, you've been pretty quiet over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Marcus Mariota. Four oh. touchdowns, 370 yards, an oh. overtime win. I mean, after missing two games, the rookie is stepping up. I mean, I love the way he's playing. So he's my man crush for the week. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, the Hoss, man crush. What do you got? All right, there was there were so many good players this week in the NFL. A lot of uh, broken records and whatnot. But I'm gonna go with a homer pick. I'm gonna go with uh, Buffalo's own Carlos Williams. The Woo! Guy was the guy was just absolute beast mode. I mean, he was he was tearing it up. North South runner. Really a nice compliment to Lashawn McCoy. And, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, he's going to really turn into a good NFL running back. And who would have thought that? I mean, um, you know, the guy had, uh, you know, over 100 yards, as we already talked about, uh, over 12, uh, 12 yards of carry. I mean, he's, he's, he's a beast mode. Um, just leave it at that. He, you know what else he's got going for him? What's that? Did you ever, uh, for some of our older listeners, middle, maybe middle-aged, are we middle-aged? Is that what we are? Uh, not quite. Rez, are we pushing... I'm nah. not sure what our classification is. We're right, still on the right. upside. Anyways, growing up, you guys, you remember the micro machines? Yeah. The, yeah. the dude that did the micro machine commercial. <laughs> Listen, when Carlos is done playing football, that man has a career being one of those uh, read-off guys of either being the mic- next micro machine guy or when it comes to these... Um, Auto auctions, yeah. Yeah, auctions, right? Auctioneer. Or or even like, you know, they they spit off the lease deals. You know, Wester, we got Steve Tasker. Hey, when he needs to be replaced, Carlos is gonna step in, he's gonna be spitting off, you know, early termination feed. (laughs) That dude talks so fast. He is a fast hawker, man. He he talks just as fast as he runs, I'd say. Oh, there you go. 
I, his post game, man, his locker, he sounded like he was on speed. It felt great. It felt great to be back on the field with my teammates. It really felt great tonight. I mean, I, it was funny. It was comical. But, hey, I don't care. Keep running the ball. Keep running the ball the way it's here. All right, I'm going to go with a little bit of an obscure uh, man crush this week. Oh, God. What is this? Bill's is this Elvis. Bill's Elvis. Every single game. He's Every done. single game for the last 23 years or something crazy, this guy has been a loyal 21 years. You've probably seen him over the past 21 years waving his painted Bill's guitar in the crowd on game day. What, what was he chewing on during this game, Jared? What was it that he was chewing on? Did you see? His guitar? No, he was chewing on a little toy on a dolphin. Fish. Yeah, the toy dolphin. I forgot. It was that little toy dolphin. Who is this man? Who is he? Listen, if you want to know who this man is that's man crush worthy, you can go on to buffalobills.com. We've got a little uh, video special, a closer look at the man behind Bills Elvis. So obscure, so random, yet such an important piece of this team. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. If I try to bring that guitar into the stadium, do I get in? <laughs> no I don't think way. so. I don't There's think so. There's no way. What do you got? The fact that they make an exception for Bills Elvis just, you know, just shows his that worth to the team. That makes him man crush worthy. Absolutely. Without watching this video, if it happens to go into this uh, storyline, what do you think this guy does for, for, for work? He's probably an executive at a local bank. Yeah, I'm thinking an, a bean counter. Bean counter. Is that a job? Yeah, it's a job. That's a job. What kind of beans? Done at Goya? Beans all day He's long. working at Goya or what? That's repetitive stuff. Frijoles. I mean, I, it's, it's just hard for me to picture this guy seriously. Like, I don't know. What does he it's do? It's his outlet, man. What is, he, what is he doing with I himself? Think he works at Supercuts. <laughs> <laughs> look nice. at that hair. That's I mean, look at that hair. Haircut. He probably does his own hair. Listen, well, I don't know who you are, Bill Zalvis, but you are my man crush. I cannot wait to dig into that documentary. Unique fan. We're going to try to get him on the show. Patron, what do you got? All right, I got Cam Superman Newton. I'll tell you what, Cam Newton. So I don't know if you guys caught it, but before the game... Right, Green Bay, they're they're playing Carolina at Carolina. And some fans have a banner, North Carolina Cheeseheads. So you want to know what Cam Newton does? Before the game, he runs over. He snatches the, sa- the sign, and he runs away. Yes. He steals their sign. That is awesome. I love it. This guy's a hero. And, you know, they're asking about it in his post game, And basically, he was very unapologetic. He said, look. This is our stadium. You can't be hanging that up in here. Not in my house. Exactly. Not, Not in my, my house. And, uh, you know, like the fans now, I saw something about how offended they were. And they're kind of, I mean, it's Veteran Days coming up, coming up. All respect to vets. But, you know, the one guy, you know, it's a story about how he's a veteran. He's upset and he was disrespected. I'm like, come on. It was fun. It was harmless. I, if I if I was that guy and Cam Newton ran up and stole my sign, I'd feel awesome. I'd be like, dude, wait, come back here. This is awesome. Let, let me get a selfie with you. All right, now just sign my sign, autograph it for me, give it back, you know, later. The, I thought that was great. The real question is, uh, had the Pack won that game, I they probably could have cared less, right? They did, they got beat. That's why they're sore losers. That's why it is. That's it. I think he should just be happy he was in Carolina and not in Philadelphia. Man, he, <laughs> he probably wouldn't walk out with his life. get murdered. The city that boos Santa Claus. There it is. What would Bills fans do? Probably just throw a chicken wing at him or beer. Or Celery. <laughs> On the next dead spin. Oh, <laughs> yes. Raspberry. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with a controversial figure. 
Some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people think he should live under a bridge. EJ? I'm going with Rex Ryan. Rex. The ultimate troll for nominating Ike to be a team captain against the New York Jets this week. Very, very nice. I love it. Can't argue that. All right. All right, well, there you go. Those are the man crush moments of the week. We post them. We nominate them. You guys vote. Check us out on our Twitter handle, at 716rocks. Check out our Facebook page, 716rocks. I'll tell you what, guys. The Bills are 4-4, four and four, 500. All right, D-Hoss. We got to get your prediction. Prediction. Oh, this is a tough one, guys. Where are they ending honest. up at the end of the year? What's their record? End of the year? End of the year record. This is that's tough. That's tough. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with nine and seven. Ooh, nine and seven. Nine and seven. Playing it safe. I like it. Uh, you know, I I just think there's some tough games in there, uh, but nine and seven. Hmm. Grizz, you like that? So that's a why the Haas is a wise man. That's all I can say. I push for ten and six. Can be a little bit of a stretch. Nicole, how you doing over there? What did you predict? Thirteen and three? Twelve Some and four, garbage. Twelve and four. <laughs> hey, win out, man. Still so, hope. Win out. out. Win out. I, I like believe. it. All right, guys, it's been fun. D Hoss, appreciate it, man. Up Thank top. Thanks again, for having me, guys. It's great. We gotta have My you pleasure. back on again sometime. Grizz, it's been fun. It's been real. Nicole, it was great. It was man. roll call. Rez. All right, there you have it. All right, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Until next week, go Bills. Peace. Go Bills. Go Bills.